This is the Sanctuary LA podcast. We are a real church for real people in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. All right. You guys ready to get in the Word? All right, awesome. If you want to uh, open your Bibles, we're going to jump to some scriptures here. I have three points for you. Everybody say three. Three. Say, uh, Pastor Sean has three points. Everybody say one. One. Two. Two. Three. All right, that's, so I just want to be clear today. All right, you guys all right? Anybody taking notes? Anybody taking notes? Yeah, cool, all right. You don't have to take notes. It's not a rule. I just want to see who's spiritual. That's all. No, I'm just kidding. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'll be honest with you. I'm not the best note taker uh, myself. Um, unless I'm speaking, then I definitely got myself some notes. I want to make sure I got notes. I'm just playing with you. Uh, but yeah, we're going to jump right in this. Um, we're in the middle of a series we just started last week called Start. Look at your neighbor and say Start. And just starting this new season. It's actually a, a, it's a season change everywhere else around the world except here. But, you know, we're entering the fall. Uh, but, um, but, you know, and then just people get back in the rhythm of life. And we just want to kind of share, give you some tools to help you in your life of just starting things right. Just let's start. And then also just encouraging you to begin to do something today. That, that is taking you to where God's calling you to be. Sometimes you just got to start. Amen? Well, I, I don't know if I can. I don't know. No, just start. You know, stop the internal dialogue. And if God's told you something, he's put something in your heart, let's just get this thing going. All right? Let, let's get this party started. Amen? Just do the thing. When I found this woman here on the front row, I was like, okay, let's get this party started. My wife just told me, take my phone out of my back pocket. So I did that. See, marriage is such a blessing. She, she fills my gaps. But um, everybody say this when we say, let's get it started. Okay, let's pray here. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, God, for life transformation. And Lord, as we just open up your word here, we pray for those that are in the pathway of the, the, the hurricanes and all that's going on. Lord, we pray for miracles to take place for people, their safety. God, we lift up that part of our nation and those, uh, those islands and Florida and all that's um, being affected by these storms. Father God, we lift up, um, Father God, we lift up this world, the nations of this world and all that's happening. Lord, we as a church say, God, bring your blessing. God, do miracles. God, move in a situation. Save people, God. Protect them. Keep them. Let testimonies come out of this situation of your saving hand on people's lives, Father. And Lord, as we get into this word, I just pray you open our hearts, that our hearts are open to your word, that our, the soil of our heart is, is, is pliable and it is open to receive the seed of the word so we can be more like Jesus. In Jesus' name, everybody said? Amen. Amen. If you want to turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter 37, Genesis chapter 37, and I got a little visual aid here. Hopefully, we'll get into this at point two. So there you go, and, and we'll get into that there. Um, Genesis chapter 37, verse 13. We're just talking about characteristics of starting. Starting with God, starting what God's called you to do, just do the thing. We talked about last week about go. I said go about a million times. Two-thirds of God is go, G-O. 
The Great Commission is go into all the world and preach the gospel. God's all about us doing something. I talked about even in a, in a relationship. If you, I told the single ladies, I said, ladies, if you have a man talking to you, and y'all are of age and mature, and he's dating you for 15 years talking about, I love you, and he has not asked you to marry him, somebody say, uh-oh. Right? You got to do the thing. You want to marry a man that's going to do the thing. I'm not talking about rushing into something, but we're talking about action. That God blesses action. God blesses action. Do it. Look at your neighbor and say, just do it. So here we go. Characteristics of being a person that can start and get things going. Here we go. Genesis 37, verse 13. And Israel said to Joseph, Joseph was his son. Are not your brothers feeding the flock in Shechem? Come, I will send you to them. So he said to him, here I am. And he, was, he went out there to look for his brothers. They threw him in a pit and went through all this. And you might say like, look, I'm not trying to say here I am if I'm going to get thrown into a pit. But you got to understand that in the context of that time, his, his authority was his dad. And, and Joseph had a here I am kind of attitude. Whatever you need. You know, I'm going to serve you. In life. Our relationship with our Heavenly Father, this is my first point if you're taking notes, is be a here I am type person. Availability. God, I am ready. God, I will do it. So Joseph, um, Joseph's availability set him on course for his divine purpose. And all he said was, here I am. Here I am. We prayed for this young lady, Maude, earlier. And it's like, we were just praying over her. And really what we're saying is, is hey, Ma, we encourage you, young woman of God, be a here I am type person. Here I am. Here I am. All right? Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. Let's turn there quickly. I just want to lay a little foundation here. But once again, availability will set you on your divine journey. And I encourage you to be a person that can start that can walk with God, that can do mighty exploits for God, that can fulfill your purpose. It always starts with availability. I'm available. You know, when, when I met Crystal Gale, she was available, right? I'm not trying to go some, to, I wasn't trying to go to somebody that was already knotted up, right? Like, I, that's, it's, they are not available. But she was single, she was beautiful, she loved Jesus, and personal preference, she was black. And I'm like, hey! <laughs> All right, everybody's got their thing, right? That was mine. And look at that, I got, I got some mixed babies. Right? She was available. And I was like, well, let's do this, right? She was like this for a minute. S slow your roll. Not trying to introduce you to my parents yet. But look at your neighbor and say, let's get it started. All right? Y'all liked the fact that I said she was black, didn't you? Y'all laughed and chuckled and stuff. But, but I'm available. I'm available. Be, and this is the thing is be faithful. Like Joseph was faithful. Or he had a here I am mentality, here I am. 
in his current context. He wasn't waiting for the big thing. He's like, look, I need you to go watch your brothers. They don't really like you, but I need you to go check on them. Here I am. Menial, menial, insignificant in, in our estimation. But Joseph was like, here I am. And down the road, he became second in command to the world power. But it started with going to help his brothers that didn't like him. But he said, here I am. He didn't say, hey, Joseph, I want to send you to Egypt and you're going to be second in command to Pharaoh. He said, I want you to go make sure the brothers that don't like you are okay. Here I am. I want to make sure that you just love that person in your job that gets on your nerves. Here I am, Lord, send me. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want to make sure that you be faithful in your current context. Here I am. Come on, everybody say this when me. Say, here I am. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8 says this, Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, this is Isaiah the prophet, Here am I, send me. And th this is what happened, is he had a vision uh, of, of God's presence and glory filling the temple. So he was in the house of God and God said, Who am I going to send and who will go for me? Here I am, send me. Didn't give many details yet. I'm available, I'll do it, Lord. You know, I, I'm available for you. There's a, there's a beautiful song out there that was actually written by a young adult that was, had a debilitating disease. You know, I'm available to you. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful song out there, it's a gospel song. But, but that song came as a result of, I might not be here much longer, but Lord, I, they wrote it in their hospital bed. I'm available to you. Do what you want to. You know, uh, that he was like, man, I'm not going to be here too long, but Lord, I'm available. You know, do, do, have your way in me. You know, I am available. Availability is what God works with. I think we said last week, a couple weeks ago, that, that God doesn't need super talent. He doesn't need a super soldier. He doesn't need a superhero. He just needs somebody to say, I'm available. I'll do it. I will, I'll try. I'll do it, God. I'm available. I am available, Lord. It's amazing what God will do with availability. Joseph, Moses, Joshua, Caleb, Abraham, the disciples, I'll go, I'll do it. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm available. Not, not like that if you're single, not like that, not like that. But I'm available to you. I'm available to you. Once again, in Isaiah 66, I'm sorry, Isaiah 6 verse 8, also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, here am I, send me, I'll do it. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to be fool enough for God that you'll be like, all right, all right. Look at your name and say, all right, all right, all right. It's amazing what God will do with availability. What was my first point? Be a here I am type person. Here I am, here I am, here I am, all right? Let's go to Isaiah 43, verse 18. And we're going to get into this visual aid here for a minute. 
Isaiah 43. If you're there, say, I got it. It says this, Isaiah 43, verse 18. Once again, first point, be a here I am type person. It says, uh, Isaiah 43, verse 18. Uh, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Once again, Isaiah 43, 18. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. And this is what it means. When you're going to start with God, it starts with availability. We talked about this last week, that God, um, God, God has a no return policy, meaning he'll take you as is, and he's not trying to go trade you in for something else. He's not like, mm, I'll try this. No, no, I'm not into this one. You know, oh, okay, let's see. All right, Nathaniel. Oh, let's see if you, no, wrong, wrong person. God, 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 he, he, he takes you as is. He's like, I can work with that. I can work with you. Doesn't matter what you've been through, what you've gone through. Doesn't matter about the former things. He's going to take you. He's going to take you. All that. You don't have to get rid of your baggage before you come to God. You don't have to get rid of nothing. You just need to be say, okay, here I am. I send me. He, he, just, he just wants the fool. All right. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> He'll take you right with all your stuff, everything. He's the, no, you know, we as a church, this community, you don't have to get rid of any of your baggage to be a part of this community. You don't have to be cleaned up. You don't have to get rid of your tattoos. You don't have to, you don't have to dress a certain way. You don't have to, you just come as you are, just like the cross is come as you are. This church is come as you are. All right. And so, so when, when we say yes to God, it starts with availability, but this is the thing, is when you say yes, you start to walk away from some things. Somebody say amen. <laughs> All right? And, and so th- this is what this word remember means, and then I'm going to pull some stuff out of here and show you what this, hopefully this visual aid will help you out. Um, but, but this word remember, don't remember the former things. It isn't like a reminisce, like, oh, remember those days, the good old days. Anybody appreciate music from a couple generations ago a little more than, yeah, see? All right, okay. Oh, sorry. Right. You listen to music now, you're like, like, that's not hip hop. What is, right? Or are you like, man, this ain't soul music. You gotta, I mean, there's no mystery in this music. You gotta go back and, come on, somebody. Right there. <laughs> I got you amen and on music. What's going on here? Right? And there's, there's, some, there's some things um, that, but so this word remember doesn't mean like don't remember where you came from. But I'm, I'm going I'm to give you the definition here for all you note takers. But, but this is what remember means. It means to call to mind in a way that affects your present feeling, thought, and action in a negative way. All right, and so there's some things that happen. Anybody got a past? Yeah. Anybody got some stuff back there that you're so thankful that it's a new day and I got Jesus? Anybody got some relationships? You're like, thank you, Lord. They didn't work out. Thank you, Jesus. But the former things. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Anybody been through anything in your childhood? You said, thank you, Jesus, that I have my mind. I got my mind back. Thank you, Lord. Words spoken over you. In all seriousness, you're like, thank you, Lord, I didn't become what people said I was. Or I did, and now I'm on my way out of it. 
former things, don't remember. It means to pull things. Really, the first mistake you make is when you go into your past and you open the box. And sometimes the way we, when we open that box, we're, we're opening, uh, sometimes it's a conversation that we know we don't need to be having. And then we, and what this is, is, uh, babe, sorry, but it's some stuff from the, from the linen closet. <laughs> but what it is, it says don't remember, and that word remember means to, um, to remember. We would take stuff, like drapery we're not using right now. We're not using this stuff, babe, it's fine. We take stuff from our past. And what we do is we, we remember. We, we, we take something that's gone, keep it in the box, and we talk about it. And we bring it out. And we, we remember it to ourselves. Remember. going to fulfill my destiny. But I went into my past and I said, you know what? My, you know, and this is serious stuff too, man. My daddy never said I, um, you know, never said I love you. My mama wasn't there. My daddy wasn't there. I was an orphan, rejected, whatever it is. Then we take out our Thanksgiving uh, tablecloth that we need to iron. Another issue Man, I tried church back then, and that pastor was kind of flaky, and, or I just didn't like the church, or they were actually a good church, but they just told me I needed to deal with my stuff. And now, you, you know, this is the thing, is this stuff here, it, it can be your testimony, or it can be your issue. It's your choice. Now, some of this stuff is supposed to be testimonies, folks. It's not that you don't remember. I remember everything I went through as a child. But if I go back myself, come on somebody, I'm looking like a mess up here. <laughs> Talking about I love the Lord. If, if I go back into my past, I was, and many of you know my story, I was, I was sexually molested as a six-year-old. I was smoking weed when I was six. You guys know the story. You could probably preach it better than me. I probably say it all the time. But, but, but that can be my testimony, or I can go back and say, man, my, 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 my identity's all jacked up. I mean, I, you know, and, and I'm not getting in the Word, learning who I really am. And look at this. The, don't remember the former things nor consider the things of old. If you're gonna start, it does start here with availability, but this is my second point, folks, is you have to learn to walk away from yesterday. Availability is great. Saying, yes, Lord, I, I, save me, come into my heart, beautiful. But it starts with availability, but if you wanna get going to where God's called you to be, you have to learn to, to walk away from yesterday and not go back into the box and start pulling stuff out. Now, I'm not saying you can't. If there's stuff that isn't healed, like look at this, man. If I keep doing this, it's hot in here. <laughs> Remember. If me, in, in, spirit, in the spirit, emotionally, if I was your pastor like this, you'd be like, look, I need somebody with some freedom up there talking to me. 
I need a brother up there that's got a little something that he came out of and he's not up in it anymore. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying perfection, but we need to learn to walk away from yesterday. And that word consider, I'm going to define this for you. Nor consider the things of old. Consider means this. It means to think and talk about too much. You ever somebody start talking? No, stop. Don't go there. Leave it alone. Go talk to Jesus about it. We already talked about that 15 times in the past two weeks. And it happened five years ago. I'm preaching good. I know, not too many amens. But to think about too much, it's a sign that I'm not over it. And I look at, we, we're not going to condemn you, but I just want you to get free. I want you to get free. All right? 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. I'm going to start taking this stuff off in a minute. But this could be, um, as you're turning there to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. It, it, this could be anything, guys. You, you, you fill in the blank here of what the former things are. You fill in the blank. It could be bad relationships, that it could be disappointments, heartache. It could be some of the dirt you did. Now don't look at me like we all did some dirt, but to dig in there and even condemn yourself over it, it's over. God's forgiven you. Move on. Why well, can't forgive myself? You know there's nowhere in the Bible that says you need to forgive yourself because if you experience forgiveness from God, it's done. You, it ain't about you anyway. You have a problem forgiving yourself because you have not experienced forgiveness yet. This ain't about forgiving yourself. Nowhere in the Bible it says, okay, I forgive my... No, because if you experience his forgiveness, you're not tripping on yourself no more. You don't need to forgive. You look at your neighbor and say, you don't need to forgive yourself. Right? You, you experience, for, you, know, the, you know, if you confess your faults, you know, he'll, if, you know, even to one another, you will be healed. You know, um, you come to him. He is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. When you experience his love and forgiveness, you will never say or ask the question, oh, I, don't, I just, I can't forgive myself. Well, then you don't know what it is. You don't have yet to encounter the one that will forgive you. The Bible says without the remission of, uh, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. It is the blood of Jesus that washes you and cleanses you. And, and your faith in him alone is what, is, is what justifies you. It is nothing that you have to work out of. This isn't religious rhetoric. It is faith in Christ alone and his forgiveness and his washing, the washing of water by the word, the washing of regeneration by the Holy Spirit and the blood of Jesus that was shed will make you perfect in every good work to do as it will, working in you what is well pleasing in his sight. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 16 says this. I'm going to take this off in a minute. Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Once again, therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Once again, bad relation. And some of this stuff too, it could be good things, but there's former. They could be good things that it's, 
It's just, it's, 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 not, it's not that way anymore. You know, and as a believer, that's why it says be renewed day by day. Day by day speaks of forward progression in your walk. Day by day. Day, day, day by day speaks of time. It speaks of your walk. That we're, though my outward man, this stuff is perishing. Lord, I, you know, when you open this box, it should be more like, yeah, I, rem I remember when. I went through some hurt, some heartache, some pain, but, but something God delivered me of, and, and He could deliver you too. You don't have to carry this around anymore, the relationships, the heartache. It, you know, you want to take this thing out of the box and say, yeah, though my outward man is perishing, my inward man is being renewed day by day. You know, this stuff, whatever you went through, disappointment or, or unmet expectations, it's not, it might not be anything so intense and dark per se, but it's like, man, I thought that I would be at this place, but no it was over you're here now be like look man thank God for where I'm at and where I'm going I'm not going to try to hold on to some expectation I had back then and it's just not happening just yet and that's the thing too they they even say this about church planning that that most churches that stop within a certain period of time is not anything the devil did it's because the the church itself and the leaders had an unrealistic expectation of their growth process and so they stopped and the other churches that keep going and prosper and grow and develop and, and learn and all that stuff, they weren't, they weren't growing any faster than those other ones. It's just they had some, some unrealistic expectation that wasn't even from God, thinking they got to be at a certain place. And you got to take that stuff and you got to leave it in the box. And then some other things are good things too, like, oh man, remember when, man, us, you know, me and my, you know, you might have friends that you came up with and it was a great moment back in, then it was a great social thing and you guys were hanging out and it was good but things have changed and many times it's not the once you start growing in the Lord you're not trying to pull the, the craziness in but 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 sometimes what it, what happened is, is you'll pull stuff out and be like man it ain't like it was and, and you're living don't remember because here it just says former it's just this stuff that is past. There's some good stuff in here, and it ain't like that no more. And praise God for what it was, but you got to believe for something better. And, and this is the thing is that it was good, but things done changed. Somebody say amen. amen. Reminisce when you're sitting around drinking your coffee or tea, hanging out with your friends. Oh, man, remember that? It was so cool, yeah. But then don't, it's, it's gone. Yeah, the good old days. There ain't no such thing. I get it. Sometimes I'll get with some old friends. I'll be like, we'll be just busting up, clowning on each other at good times. Even here as a community, we talk about the Alexandria Hotel. Man, the good old days. It was crazy in there. It was, you think this is hot? Man, this is the promised land. You, you think this is like kind of raw? No, 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 no. There was some good old, but I'm thankful I'm here. That's cool. We're going to celebrate. That's like a landmark. It's a memorial. Man, we got much of our team here today that were with us there, that got saved there and just came to church there. And now part of our team is cool. It's part of our history. But I ain't trying to go back. And I don't even care if they finally clean the place after we left. But somebody say amen. Some of y'all would have came once. You would have never came back. It's all good old days. And I get the good old days. But, but 
but things, once again, done changed. It's all good. Things changed. We got to learn to let go. Don't remember. Remember the former things. Let it go. Come on, go watch Frozen after church. Let it go. Some of you, you can learn something from a Disney cartoon. That's all I watch. <laughs> I know all the songs and the characters. I'm like, Lord, what are you trying to tell them? What are you trying to speak to me right now? Look at your neighbor and say, let it go. So therefore, do not lose heart. Though your outward man is perishing, things that aren't in, innately of God, the Spirit of God, the call of God, those things will pass. And many times, good stuff, cool stuff is, is gone. It's gone. It's gone. Do not lose heart. Don't lose heart when you say, I'm available, and God starts to bring you out of where things were. Don't lose heart. Roll with it. You gotta, in the kingdom, I'm telling you this, you got to be nimble. You got you to be pliable, teachable, moldable. You know, you got to let God bend you. Pastor Jay always prays this prayer, Lord, bend us in your direction. You know, there's so many great things growing up, even in, in the church world. I didn't grow up too much. I got saved as a teenager, uh, 17, 18, but I've spent some time in the church world. And there's things in the church world back then that were great and cool, but things that, like, we would have, like, fake plants. One here, we'd have a fake plant right here, and we would have banners on the wall that were purple, and it said, Lion of the tribe of Judah on it, and that's all good, right? We'd have the blood of Jesus banner over here, and we would have the nations around the whole place, because it's like, man, this is a house of prayer for our nation. You got to have flag of every nation. Be like, we got them all, we got them all. Okay, cool, we're good, we're church, let's do it. Somebody say the 90s. <laughs> Things done changed. <laughs> We, we, we don't, like that, that's good. It's not, it's, not, it's not that it's not of God or it's of God. It's just, it's a former thing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying if churches do that's cool. I'm just saying from my, my experience and my walk, things do change. And we got to learn to roll with God. Social environments change. Connections change. Certain relationships are, don't, are great, but they won't last forever. Or the context of them will change. When my wife and I got married, our relationships changed a little bit. Now, we, we, my wife is great with these lifelong relationships, but the context of them changed because our life changed. It's not that we're dissing anyone or put, it's just things do change. And I'm here to tell you right now that that we were singing about this, like, that, that, that our, our life is built on the solid rock. Is, that's the one thing, person, capital P, that will not change, and that's Jesus in your life. But let's enjoy the journey of change knowing he's still going to be there. And that's the thing is he's still there. He's, he will never leave you nor forsake you. He will by no means cast you out. You're in the palm of his hand. Nobody can snatch you out. Everything else is subject to change. You know what I'm saying? The furniture in my house, hopefully, we will not have that same furniture in 20 years. Anybody got an old couch in your parents, grandparents' house, and you're like, my goodness, this was here before I was born. Anybody? I get it. They, got, they want to keep, but, but I am thankful that things will change. 
you know, and we got to walk with God. Therefore, do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. My first point, be a here I am type person. Second point, learn to walk away from yesterday. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18, and I'm going to share my last point. Let's turn to Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. Church has changed. The method of, of how church is done has changed, but the message is sacred. But how we roll this out can shift and change. I remember when I was an usher, you could not usher unless you had a suit and tie and some shiny black shoes on. And I was all about it. And I was a little guy, so I just got everybody's hand-me-down jackets. And I had to go to the store and get them hemmed up, but they were still too thick for me. So it was like super big, right? But, I, but we ha you could not usher without a suit and tie. That's okay. That's cool. Maybe some churches do that. But things have changed. I appreciate the fact that they've changed. Like if I showed up to preach at a church in the 90s dressed like this, they'd be like, what? it's Sunday. I'm like, man, these are clean. It's clean. You need a suit and tie. That's how we do it. That's okay. Not that that's good or bad, but I'm okay with those things changing. Right? Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. We're almost done. You guys getting something out of this? You guys glad you came to the house of God? Yeah? Um, but the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter until the perfect day. My kids wake up smiling instantly. Most of the time, unless we wake them up, then they cry. But if they get their sleep, we were just getting ready early this morning, Gia's like, came in the bathroom. I'm like, hey girl. Nico wakes up, like jumping. First thing in the morning, just, the children have this wonder in their eyes about the new day. I think we as Christians, we need to keep that wonder that as a righteous person, man, my things are just getting brighter, getting better. They're just getting more lit up and they're getting better and our church is getting better and we are growing. Our team is getting better. Worship getting better. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines brighter until the perfect day. That, that speaks of forward progression. Man, it's getting brighter. Sometimes you got to prophesy to your future. Thank you, Lord. It's getting brighter. Yesterday was awesome, but it's going to get brighter. You know, today was great, but oh, tomorrow's going to be that much better. It's getting better. It gets brighter for the righteous until the perfect day. This don't get worse. This don't get just dread. No, it gets better. It gets better as the day goes by better Hebrews chapter 12 verse 24 turn there quickly here and this is my this is my last point it says this say hello to better days you got to learn to just say hello to a better day it's getting better 
oh man, I'm kind of bummed. It just didn't quite work out there or not. You know, that thing, you know, they don't, whatever, it didn't work out. And then you're bringing this baggage. Nope. Thank you, Lord. It's over. Thank you, Lord, for what you did. Thank you, Lord, for where you've brought me. Thank you, Lord, for what you did. But thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do. I thank you. It's getting better. It's getting brighter. It's, you know, everything I put my hands to is going to prosper. Thank you, Lord, for every blessing on my life, my children. Thank you, Lord, for my job, but I think it was going to get better. To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. Everybody say new covenant. Our covenant with God, our relationship with God, there's an old one and a new one. God understands God's whole thing about Christ coming was new. You know, it's all about, it's new, it's brighter. To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. You know, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. What day? The one I'm in. When I wake up tomorrow, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better, better things than that of Abel. Better things. In Christ, I want to encourage you, church. Simple as it might sound to you, in Christ, everything gets better. Yep, family, better. I'm getting better. I'm a great husband, but I'm getting better. <laughs> I can say that she's not up here. I just say, I'm prophesying to my future. I'm a great husband tomorrow. Come on, somebody. But, but I, I, I'm doing the best I can, but I'm going to get better. My marriage is good. I love my marriage. I love what's going on. I, I, you know, we have, our, we have our issues and our problems, and we're working them out. But I'm telling you, it's been great. Married eight years. It gets better. The, the, mental, the mental thing gets better. The spirit, the physical thing gets better. All married people said amen. I'm just saying, it gets better. It gets better. In Christ, everything gets better. You walk with God, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. He will do exceedingly abundantly above everything you ask or think. Better. I said it, I'll say it again. He will do exceedingly abundantly above everything, anything you ask or think. Somebody say better. You got to learn how to say hello to better days. You, be, you might be like, look, Pastor Sean, I'm not in a good day right now. But you need to, you need to appreciate where you are because some of y'all shouldn't even, shouldn't even be in church and you're here up in church. And you need to thank God this is a better day. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I know there's people in here, it's time just to say goodbye to the former thanks. It's time to say goodbye to it. It's time to say hello to a better day. Say goodbye to the past. Thank you for listening to the Sanctuary LA podcast. Tune in again next week and stay awesome and be blessed.